We head to bucking horse country. Cash cattle are looking kind of stale. Cow country news, fire updates. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners, and this is quite a lineup. The American Semental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Circle S Ranch, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, DLCC Ranch, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Lots to cover today, crew. We're diving right into it. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Cow Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Heading to Wyoming, state of Wyoming legislators Representative Chip Newman and Senator Sherry Steinmetz introduced House Bill 229 in the Wyoming legislature. The bill preserves for Wyoming ranchers the choice of selecting among various lawful forms of animal identification devices when compiling with a 2013 federal law that requires official identification on adult cattle and bison when such animals are moved interstate. The legislators introduced House Bill 229 because the U.S. Department of Agriculture recently attempted to deprive livestock producers in Wyoming and elsewhere of the choice authorized under current federal law to use either higher-cost RFID ear tags or lower-cost non-RFID ear tags, such as brands, tattoos, back tags, or group or lot identification when moving cattle interstate. The effect of House Bill 229 would be to codify into Wyoming law the choices authorized under current federal law, which would effectively preserve those choices until and unless the federal law is changed. RCAF USA CEO Bill Bullard said his group greatly appreciates the Wyoming legislators' leadership on the issue. He says they are setting an example of how a state can effectively protect both its citizens and industries from unlawful federal agency overreach. And now another news. It's a bit of a good news, bad news outlook for the beef industry. That is according to Cattle Facts' Randy Block when he was speaking at a recent convention. He says live cattle prices should trend higher for all classes of cattle over the next three to four years. There's the good news. However, Block and the Cattle Facts team, I need to bring them on the show again, also project grain, oil seed, and energy prices along with inflation and interest rates to also increase, meaning input costs will be higher for producers and for feeders. And here's more of the bad news. And he says the weather forecast through spring, summer, and even into early fall is being shaped by El Nina, which is setting up hot, dry drought conditions across the west and even into the western edge of the Corn Belt. As a result of these conditions, Cattlefax analyst Kevin Good projects that cow inventories will be tightening, but he cautions cow-calf producers by saying, we don't need to liquidate as much as we did in 2013 and in 2014. Now, another news, beef sires in AI service have grown exponentially, especially since the year 2013. Seed stock producers, breed associations, and stud companies have all responded to new opportunities in recent years. Now, while beef on dairy breeding is largely responsible for market growth, 
Equally interesting is how different breeds have grown and with some moving faster than others. From 2013 to 2019, total beef sales rose nearly 105%. Simmental's led the total increase by an impressive 296%, followed by limousine at 251%. By volume, Angus still leads the pack with an increase nearing 97%, having sold 4,411,231 units in 2019. Also noteworthy is the way semen sales have grown in the international market, especially when it comes to Latin America. In big beef-producing countries such as Brazil, the Nalor breed dominates, though breeders are adding value with crossbreeding. And that, my friends, is a look at our cow country news. Our Way Him Up Sale Barn Report is brought to you by Downtown Threads Oklahoma. Keep following us on Facebook and on Instagram at Ranch It Up Show for details on our new swag line. We've been talking about it for several months because y'all have asked it. We're bringing it. We're designing it. We're in the middle crew of bringing you Ranch It Up gear. Boom! Heading to the state of Alabama, a weekly summary from last week. Not a specific barn, just a weekly summary of the state. Here's what we got compared to the previous week in Alabama. They called the way up cows and bulls, steady to $4 lower. The feeder classes, the steers and the heifers, they called them steady to $4 higher. Replacement cows and pairs, they called them steady. Here's the weight classes for y'all on the steers in Alabama. Four to 448 weights at $1.52 to $1.79. Five to 545 weights at $1.40 to $1.70. Five and a half to 595 weight steers at $1.27 and a half to $1.56. Six to 640 weight steers in Alabama at $1.20 to $1.47. Six and a half to 695 weight steers at $1.15 to $1.36 and a half. Now on the heifer side in Alabama, a weekly summary. The lightweights, four to 445 weights at $1.24 to $1.50. Four and a half to 495 weight heifers at $1.20 to $1.43. Five to 545 weights, $1.19 to $1.38. Five and a half to six weights at a dollar fourteen and a half to a dollar thirty. Six to six forty-five weights at a dollar ten to a dollar twenty-six, and then six and a half to six ninety weights at a dollar five to a dollar eighteen. And wrapping up, calling the way up cows forty-seven to seventy-five, and the way up bulls sixty-two, all the way up to a buck. From rodeos to cattle sales to conventions all across the land, follow me along the Tigger Tour Twenty-One. Tigger Tour Twenty-One. The Tigger Tour 21 is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot in Western Wear. Crew, just go online to MedoraBoot.com and yeah, tell them Tigger sent you. If I'm not mistaken, there's a sale going on as we speak. MedoraBoot.com. Next week, I'm heading to the Bears, Bronx, and Bulldogging Celebration Saturday, March 27th at the McKenzie County Fairgrounds Indoor Arena at Watford City, North Dakota in the Badlands. Listen to this bareback riding saddle bronc riding, and steer wrestling at its finest. Boom. Now, 4321-4321, that is the date of the Circle S Ranch 14th annual Going to Grass production sale, selling 65 fall and yearling Gelvy and Gelford bulls. They're going to be selling show heifers, pans of open heifers, bread heifers, even heifer pairs. So restock the herd with genetics that work from Circle S Ranch. For more information, 
Just go to Circle S. Gelby on Facebook or CircleSGelby.com. Since we're talking 4321, let me tell you about the Big Country Genetics Annual Bull Sale that's going on in Powell, Wyoming. We're talking Simangus Genetics that come with a three-year foot, leg, and semen guarantee, volume bull discounts, pap guarantees, and proudly to serve you. Head to BigCountryGenetics.com for more information or and or follow them on Facebook. DLCC Ranch's 29th annual production sale, Saturday, April 17th at the ranch in Piers, Minnesota. We're going to be selling South Devons, Pound Makers, and Navigators. For more information and learn how South Devon genetics can benefit your operation, just head to dlccranch.com. Now, up next, we head to Bucking Horse Country. Y'all won't miss it if you stay right here. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Before bull sale season gets wrapped up this spring, consider South Devon Bulls and Genetics as the base to fit the needs of the commercial cattlemen. And the place to purchase said genetics is from DLCC Ranch, Saturday, April 17th at the ranch in Piers, Minnesota. DLCC is extremely committed to science and has been gathering whole herd information for over two decades. For more information and to learn how South Devon Genetics can benefit your operation, head to dlccranch.com. Get seen, get noticed. Be part of the Ranch It Up crew with the all-new Ranch It Up gear from Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Limited edition jackets, pullovers, caps, just to name a few. Head over to our Facebook page to see the latest or mosey on over to the website, ranchitupshow.com. As Tigger says, be part of the crew. Show your Ranch It Up pride and get your gear today. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. Y'all ask for swag, we're bringing swag. Today's cattle battle is brought to us by the American Semental Association and the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator. Maximize your cow herd's potential with genetics that work. It may be time for a change. It may be time for Semental. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. Yes, our cattle battle segment, but more on the competition side. Now, we all know what happened last year. Everything was getting shut down. It was getting canceled, postponed left and right. So what does this year hold? For many of us, it does not matter what happened last year. We keep moving forward with the next with great anticipation and excitement. So crew, let's head to Fairfield, North Dakota for this one. Bucking horse country rodeo ranching fans gather around now. Russ and Cammie Kling and family, Kling Rodeo LLC and their partner, Stan Headings with Headings Rodeo Company are continuing the tradition of rodeo ranching Raising family, raising kids, raising hopes and dreams. I had a chance to visit with Russ Kling after a tremendous win that they had with the Bucking Horse Breeders Association Super Stakes. 
what are you and Cami and the crew and Stan, what are you all gearing for as we go into 2021, 2022, and 2023? Our goal is going to stay the same. I know some rodeos were canceled last year um, due to COVID. Um, the money wasn't there. So obviously that year off is, is, is hindered some communities. And uh, with our breeding program and, and our goal, we haven't stepped back. We, we've, matter of fact, I think we've, we've pressed on the pedal a little bit more and you know, thought that we're going to get a head start on some of this. Uh, we had we had the product in front of us. When I say product, we had the mares, the studs, and, and the breeding programs, and we just looked outside the box a little bit. You know, the the, the future of the sport, I think, is out there. We just got to we can't forget about it. We got to keep moving forward. And we're very lucky to live where we do up here in the Dakotas. We're known as cowboys. You know, Russ, you and I have gone back many, many years. We've been friends for a long time. Your brothers and I have been friends. I, I've known your family for a long time. Rodeoed with your family back in back in the day when we were twisting them, as they say. And rodeo is a big part of your family's tradition. But rodeo isn't all. I mean, you're you're a ranching family. You're an agriculture family. And I'm using the word family a lot because I I know that that is the unity that you and and your your bride Cammy have built your whole operation on, whether it be. Cling Rodeo LLC, whether it be ranching, whether it be supporting the kids play basketball. How does raising these bucking horses, how does that come into play in terms of the family? How does Cling Rodeo fit into the family unit of just Russ and Cammie Cling? Ha, huh, that's, that's a good question. This, this, we talk about this all the time is, is Cammie and I are super, super competitive. We, we have that mentality, and, and uh, at this day and age, our family is most important. Rodeo falls behind that, but my dad passed away when I was six months old. My mom raised five boys and one girl and uh, never redated, worked the same job for 35-plus years, driving school bus in the morning, worked at a grocery store. She did what she did, and we had everything we ever needed and then some. My wife often tells me that is – you're doing this because I don't think you had a, a father figure. And I said, yeah, I had a lot of father figures. I had, I had four brothers that beat me to the breakfast table every morning and said, if you don't get up early enough, you ain't going to get to eat them, them pancakes that mom made before she got in the school bus. So that's where our competitive comes from, you know, and, and Cammy and I, and I tell my kids daily, basketball games, schoolwork, rope horses, you got to fine tune them. You got to work at them. If you don't work at it, you ain't going to be successful. And uh, we just have very high expectations. I will say that, it has worked definitely because just recently uh, you did very well in the uh, Bucking Horse Breeders Association, the uh, the Super Stakes, a uh, top five, first place, uh, Magic Star. Am I correct with this that the horse y'all call yep. Magic Star? I'm trying to pull this off off my head, but you did very good. You took home checks, and uh, all of the hard work and the dedication has paid off. Literally, financial. It's working so far. Yes, it is. You know what? This is their second year, and, and uh, you know I'm gonna maybe brag a little bit, but the, the last year I won it also on a horse called Seven Seven Seven, and uh, this year I was lucky enough to win it with Eight Fifty Magic Star. And uh, from the time we first dummied that colt, I thought he was pretty special. Stan and I both agreed. So from day one, when I dummied that colt, knowing that I was gonna enter him in the Super Stakes BHBA, this maturity, I fed him, grained him every day, made sure he was in shape. Honestly, when I took him down to Rapid City, he couldn't have been any better buck in shape. He was prepared. He was prepped. Um, granted, I only dummied him the one time, but he was something spectacular. 
I find it very interesting how the it sounds like the philosophy it doesn't matter if it's raising bucking horses, if it's raising kids, uh, no matter what it is on the Kling Ranch, it sounds like the philosophy is the same, and that is setting them up for success. Yes. Is it just me, Russ? You might. I'm sure that that you would agree with this. There is something nostalgic. There's something traditional, uh, majestic, maybe when it comes to the horse, especially the bucking horse. Be it that there's a wild, untamed spirit that goes along with it. I don't mean to be poetic, but it's something that because of the way that you and I grew up, this is part of our foundation of being ranching cowboy agriculture because that's that's the area of the world that we grew up in. And there is something about that bucking horse that is that just you can almost just be silent and watch them and completely be filled, have your cup filled up just from being in their sure presence. Yeah, you, you're exactly right, Jeff. That is, that Maybe is, that's the announcer know, in me coming out, but I don't know. That's, that's how I feel anyway. I agree hundred percent. I, I, I remember some of the greatest bucking horses growing up. Remember my brothers getting on horses called, you know, anchors away to uh reservation, Sam, and and then were some bucking rips in is something that it's it's in you up in this northern country we're known as bucking horse country um and there's just something about it up here we grew up up here in the atmosphere the talk the lingo um everybody i walk into the to the cafe this morning and uh people ask you know how the bucking horses rust that just triggers me to think that you know what everybody's paying attention yes, still sir. we're 2021 and they're worried about the bucking horses or how we're doing. And to me, that just fuels the fire to continue to move them forward with what I do and uh, have success and, and have a community that supports it and are proud of you. You know, uh, you reached out to us. Couldn't be any prouder to have this conversation. You can give me all the money in the world. I'll give it back. I just want my kids to be happy, my animals to be happy. And I want to compete and have a family that's happy doing it together. Hey, Russ, great to visit with you and catch up, my friend. Rodeo is a big part of what I do professionally, of course, and there is so much tradition, especially when it comes to the livestock part of it, the four-legged athletes. As I mentioned earlier, as part of our Tigger Tour 21, I will be in Watford City, North Dakota, next Saturday taking in Bears, Bronx, and Bulldogging. Stan Headings of Headings Rodeo and partner Russ and Cammie Kling of Kling Rodeo LLC are putting on this event of bareback riding, saddle bronc riding, in steer wrestling, Russ invited me, so my crew and I were heading north to the Badlands to take in some of the tradition. Sounds about perfect, if you ask me. Thanks, Russ, and we'll see you all in a few days. Up next, cash cattle trade is at a stalemate. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap up the final egg when we come by. Sold! 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 Want more dollars per head? Well, check this out. Sim Angus, I'll say it again, Sim Angus sired steer calves sold through Superior Livestock Auction last year earned more at sale time than all other calves for breeds with lots of 50 head or more. Kansas State University ran the data analysis of 394,900 heads sold last year through Superior Livestock. So, do you want low-risk, high-potential calves with earning potential? Well, that is Simmental. More per head. Period. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, 
It's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Shaylee Stewart with Cattle Market News and DTN. Shaylee, before we get going and we start talking on the on the cash cattle, and I wanted to focus on that, I want to ask, how are you and Jimmy doing? Are you digging out of the snow, or did you just kind of miss it? Yeah, oh, that's a good question because we're really on the line. And thank you for asking, first of all. But you know, um, please save your thoughts and prayers to those actually affected. We are we're great up here. I mean, goodness, the, the date that the snow was supposed to come in, we were 50 degrees, and realistically, we were just two hours north of where everything started to really, wow. you know, yeah, dive in and just get crazy. So, no, it, it was all south of us, and it, sound like, it sounded like, you know, that southern Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wheatland, Casper, they are the ones that really got it, as well as, you know, some, some in Nebraska and some mm-hmm. in Colorado. So, thankfully, we were okay, and, right. and I'm guessing you were probably too far north, too, as well, right? Oh, we were at 60 degrees i mean we, <laughs> I, I was just it was just fantastic so yes thoughts and prayers go out to uh, everybody suffering again with another yes. blast of winter weather as we move into this weekend of spring but this too shall pass something else that i would like this too shall pass and uh, i evaded to it just a little bit ago cash cattle i want to focus on that i'm going to say cash cattle is stale it's yes. just, is, is that the best maybe adjective to describe the last month or so that cash cattle just haven't been doing a darn thing and it's just kind of stale? So my question is, is that accurate? And if so, why? Oh, you're 100% right to say it's accurate, but it might be that the only reason why we're calling it stale is because that's the only thing that they'll allow us to call it through the airway without bleeping us out. <laughs> so, yeah, right, right, right. yes. Stale, sorry, pitiful, just absolutely horrendous and blasphemy in regards to what feedlots are receiving for these cattle is exactly how the cash cattle market should be, you know, portrayed. We are going into our sixth consecutive week of steady to lower trade. In the Southern Plains, we cannot get out of that dollar thirteen to a dollar fourteen range. And in the Northern Plains last week, we actually gave up ground. No, we did not gain ground. We gave up ground. And so we traded live cattle, any, or excuse me, dress cattle anywhere from a dollar seventy-eight to a dollar eighty, which was steady to two bucks lower. So it's just really frustrating that you know trade is developing where it's at, and you and your you take are watching the markets are probably going to say, well, I know that Shaylee, but you know those feedlots they sold cattle on Tuesday, and we know that if you're going to market your cattle the best of your abilities, sometimes you got to sweat a little bit throughout the week and wait till Friday to trade them. 
You're exactly right. It's maddening to see cattle trading early in the week, but we can't necessarily shake and point our finger at feedlots because they're they're caught in a hard spot right now because they're absolutely gutful up to their up to their eyeballs and disgust with where prices are. But then at the same time, they're having to manage their show list. And so when, when packers come, they're having to market cattle to simply move them. So they're really feeling like they're getting a, a finger on their left hand chopped off while giving up a finger on their right hand. It's just, it's really hard for them right now. So I don't want to shake my finger at them so much as just to more so say, you know what, um, packers are absolutely the best marketers in the world. And mm-hmm. we have so much to learn from them. And uh, last week's movement, you know, total 92,625 head. 77% of which, which that equates to 71,000 head, are committed for delivery in the next two weeks. So I think that if there's one token of light that we can really shine moving forward is that, you know what, Some one of the most um, poetic phrases that Packers like to use when they're procuring cattle is, you know what, we just, we don't really need any more cattle. You know what, go ahead and sit on them, boys. If you're not going to take my price, we'll maybe be here in a month or so. Well, you know what, when they're procuring their cattle, 77% of their entire movement for delivering the next two weeks, that tells us that they do indeed need cattle. So if there's anything that we can learn from this sorry doggish trade, it's that they do still need cattle regardless of the amount of cattle supplies they have. Shaley Stewart, Cattle Market News and DTN, always a pleasure. Look forward to visiting with you next week. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. Until then, stay warm. Don't crack out them Bermuda shorts, though, yet. (laughs) Too late. <laughs> I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And now my famous last words brought to us by Ranch House Coffee. As Shaylee and I were just talking, I hate that some have suffered from the recent snowmageddon is what a lot of people are calling it. But I am glad to see the moisture. However, we, we meaning over half the country is desperately needing spring's moisture. And since spring has sprung, let's add the reminder about wildfires. It is Captain Jones with your monthly fire report. Uh, It's never too early to start thinking about uh, doing your 100-foot clearance. With a number of states from California all the way to the Dakotas already experiencing drought and some wildfires, several states are looking to be critical before we even get in the summer months. So please be careful while you're out there with your tractors, your burning, get your clearance done, be safe, and have a great day. Thank you, Captain Jones. Let's wrap this one, shall we, today, crew? A big thank you to Russ Kling with Kling Rodeo, LLC, Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News, and Captain Jones, whom we just heard from. A big thank you goes out to our partners. This, my friends, is an impressive lineup. The American Semental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Circle S Ranch, their sale, 4321, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, DLCC Ranch, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. So glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And call me 24-7 into the studio, 707-RANCH-20, 707-R-A-N-C-H-2-0. Spread the good word and join us again next week. It's always Tigger approved. Crew, stay ranchy and ranch it up.
four, three, two, one. No, it's not a countdown. That is the date of the Circle S Ranch 14th Annual Going to Grass Production Sale. Saturday, April 3rd, 2021 at 1 p.m. Central Time in Canton, Kansas. Selling fall and yearling Gelvy and Gelford bulls, show heifers, Pens of open heifers, bred heifers, even heifer pairs. Restock the herd with genetics that work from Circle S Ranch. For more information, just go to Circle S Gelvy on Facebook or CircleSGelvy.com. 4321, you'll remember it now.